coming up next on Chamber Amplified. You're not going to need someone watching the cameras because the cameras will have a parameter that says, if I see movement between this time frame and in this section of the store, I'm going to automatically call the, the police. Um, or if I see movement within this time in this store, I'm going to automatically make an announcement about a special. Welcome to the show. I'm Doug Jenkins from the Finlay-Hancock County Chamber of Commerce. On each episode of Chamber Amplified, we're examining issues impacting the local business community, whether it be employee recruitment and retention, marketing, technology, really focusing on that the last couple of weeks. It's really anything that can be impacting your business. Our goal is to give our members tips each week on at least one way they can improve operations and thrive in the current business environment. So we're sticking with technology for the theme of this episode. Last week, we talked about artificial intelligence. More specifically, this week, we're talking about how the Internet of Things and automation can help with your business. So they tie in together pretty closely. Lynette Bauman is a solutions engineer with Spectrum and joins us today to talk about how different industries are implementing sensors and cameras to drive growth and help with efficiency, among other things. And we tie it into last week's discussion about artificial intelligence just to see about some really interesting applications that are already happening. Thanks again for tuning in. Remember, if you're listening on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, you can rate and review the show. It really does help spread the word. Now, let's get into it. And welcoming into the podcast for the first time, Lynette Bauman with Spectrum. And we are talking all things technology today. Kind of an offshoot of our uh, discussion last week or our podcast last week. Lynette, thanks for joining us. Thank you for having me. Well, I'm excited to talk about this. I am, uh, just from a personal standpoint, a really big automation nerd when it comes to home automation and projects that you can do with the Internet of Things. Sure. Um, but I've never really looked into the business case for automation. I uh, read an article, we'll link to it in the show notes uh, from last October about how sensors can detect value enhancements for businesses. And what was most interesting to me is it's not just a specific type of business that can benefit from Internet of Things or automation or certain sensors. This really spans all industries. Where are you seeing the biggest Absolutely. growth in this area? The biggest growth right now is sensors. Um, so sensors, meaning uh, temperature sensors, sensors on doors opening and closing, sensors combined with cameras. I could go on for an hour. <laughs> that's your first question. <laughs> we don't necessarily need to go an hour, but let's, let's maybe kind of delve into how sensors impact different industries. Uh, we'll start with retail. When you look at, if, if you work with a retail customer, what are some of the things that they need help with efficiency and that this automation and internet of things concept can help them with? Sure. Um, again, I'm going to use the combination of sensors and cameras um, and Internet of Things, meaning understanding when doors open and close. Um, cameras can be used um, with heat sense maps to understand where customers are mingling, where, you know, where are they gathering, where are they shopping the longest, where do they need to put their sales next time. Um, you can see, uh, you can utilize, especially retail, you can utilize the cameras um, if a door that shouldn't be opened has opened, then a camera can instantly take a picture. So security reasons, um, as well as shopping and retail um, to enhance that uh, customer um, experience. When customers walk in, their phones 
can connect to either the Wi-Fi or use a Bluetooth app. And you know, the the if they have already logged on to the app or have uh, signed on at any point, you know, the store can welcome them, can show them the latest and, and greatest um, coupons or uh, specials for that day. And what's a couple of things that last part is so if you've logged into an app for a store or their Wi-Fi, that's more of an opt-in. You're saying, hey, let me know when I walk in the store, I'll have my phone tell me. So that's it's cool because you opt into it. It's not intrusive if you're saying, please let me know. Absolutely. Um, you've gone on and shopped for um a golf club. Mm-hmm. And oh, now um, you're so you've downloaded the app. So you've downloaded, I saw that in the background, downloaded the app. (laughs) Um, You've downloaded the app. Uh, You've shopped for golf clubs, but maybe you haven't purchased yet. Now you walk into the store, the app is on your phone. You've chosen to allow it to be active. And um, now the the company that you walked into can send you information. Hey, we noticed you were looking at this particular golf club. Um, Did you know that these accessories go with that golf club? Um, You know, that sort of thing. And the really cool thing about this is this is more than just the like I remember I, I worked retail in college and uh, there was the counter that like that people would break that beam and it would let you know how much foot traffic you have for the day. But that's really all it told you is how many people came into American Eagle that day. Did I sell there them a distressed pair of jeans? I don't know. <laughs> this is telling you this will let you know, like you said, where people are congregating, kind of the way they make their way through the store. It might be kind of different than you envisioned how they make their way through the store That's and can true. give you a better idea of of maybe how to do your placements for whatever it is, retail or you know whatever you're selling. You might want to put your higher end items where people tend to congregate. It's so much more Absolutely. data to use. That's right. And they and these the internet of things collects that kind of data. These data, this data can be put into a report that can be given to, um, you know, managers or, you know, um, company officials, and they can make quickly, they can make decisions based on, you know, maybe the next day's events. Uh, you know, it used to be where data would be collected for weeks or months. Mm-hmm. And then uh, storefronts might be, you know, switched around once a quarter. So now this information comes in instantly and can be, you know, um, reacted upon that quickly as well. So it's obviously a big benefit for retail and and that makes sense. But then there are manufacturing applications of these same types of sensor arrays and things like that. What are you seeing in the manufacturing world when it comes to this? Sure. So um, there's a lot of different processing manufacturing, transportation, um, uh, utilities, different manufacturers actually have um, uh, different ways of evaluating the processes as well as what the uh, the um, u- units that they have are being, um, I don't know how to say this, being processed in a, in a proficient manner. So okay. how, you know, how many units per hour, as an example, you know, that used to be literally someone would clog in, okay, I did 20 units an hour, check. You know, now that can be instantly scanned. Um, so, you know, scanners are Internet of Things. Again, cameras, again, utilized for processing. Um, weighing, uh, you know, if you're weighing something, that can uh, information can be sent to uh, uh, a report then, and information can be, uh, choices can be made based on that information. And healthcare using these same types of things as well. Uh, we can we can kind of touch on that too. But this seems like there's a lot to gain, especially uh, if you're at uh, uh, 
uh, I'm going to say nursing home. And that's never right. Uh, I, I apologize for saying nursing home, but a skilled okay. nursing center or something like that. There you go. There's entrance and access points and everything where you don't want necessarily residents getting into. You certainly don't want, uh, if someone's a, an Alzheimer's patient, them wandering out. And these types of tools can just, uh, they can almost make that percentage of a chance zero. Again, it's it's all based on what items you have attached attached to the internet. Um, from you were talking about Alzheimer's units, you know, when the doors um, open, you can have um, the, the residents. Mm-hmm. I wasn't sure what to call them. Can wear bracelets. Um, they can be they can be tracked. Uh, they are allowed to open this door, but they're not allowed to open that door. There's um, Internet of Things. There's items that heart monitors. There's um, other medical devices that can take. Uh, my my sister is diabetic. That information not only um, the information from her sensors not only talks to her phone, but it talks to her doctor, and they can make changes based on um, you know what is needed uh, daily. So yeah, the Internet of Things has helped the healthcare business. Has helped. Uh, like you said, manufacturing, retail, and and of course we use it at home every day. Who doesn't have an Amazon or Google um, <laughs> device that tells them what the temperature is in the morning or or how the traffic is going? So um, I'd say I almost feel bad using it as a, a hobbyist you know, in the the very professional ways that these can be put. Before we get kind of into setting these things up and and the type of specialist you need to do it in in the correct way. Um, we are talking about a lot of data here. So how important is security when it comes to not only on your end at Spectrum and helping someone set this up, but when a business is putting this together, making sure that these systems are not accessible by anybody who shouldn't have this type of information? Of course, they are collecting a lot of data, uh, sometimes a lot of sensitive data. You know, what from what do you say and what do you do in your home to um, what are you saying in, in the uh, boardroom? You know, if you're having a, a, a multifunction um, boardroom that is collecting data and using cameras and, um, you know, recording as we are, that information, if not secured, can be, you know, can be leaked or can be, um, you know, sent out into the, the network. So security is very, very important. Um, we know as uh, if you're a, uh, any kind of iPhone or, or Android user, you're constantly getting software updates. Um, and that's most of the time for security reasons. Right. Um, so it is very important to be on top of the security game. And I guess my biggest uh, advice would be, um, well, you don't have to be the security expert. You need to find someone that is. And, um, you know, someone that can help manage and monitor and, and be a part of your network um, and help you make decisions based on what security incidences you might have. I think that's all very good advice. Lynette, let's walk through the process. Uh, Whenever I have someone do this, we pretend I have a store. It's a retail store called Doug's Widgets, and I have the best widgets in town, but uh, I want to do some IoT things here. Um, I want to know how customers flow through the store. I want to to automate my temperature sensors so that when it's not there, it's, you know, the, the store automatically knows to lower the temperature, and I don't even have to, to go in and set a program. So I sit down with you, walk me through that process. What does it look like? So typically, if you're working with Spectrum, you're working with a sales engineer like me. Um, and <laughs> we are not going to ask you specifically, you know, 
you know, it, um, what protocols and, and what uh, ports do you need open and all those, you know, technical things. We're going to ask you, just like you said, I would like to, you know, have my store make decisions based on the information I'm giving you today. So I'm giving you some information. Here are my parameters. Now let's program my Internet of Things to run within these parameters. And those parameters, like you said, might be a temperature. It might be a, um, uh, you know, the cameras will focus on a specific area based on, you know, or provide you um, a report uh, more frequently if certain amount of customers um, gather in a, in a particular area, you know, so you can make changes midday as opposed to daily or, or something to that effect. Um, so what we do is we, we talk about your network, we understand what your goals are and what, um, you know, we talk about what products and services you have, um, how do your customers contact you? Um, you know, how do you make money? You know, we, we, we gather all of that information and then we sit down and individually make a plan for you. You're going to want um, an internet connection. You're going to want, um, you know, depending on, on the size of your business and how you do business, are, you, uh, are your applications in the cloud? You know, um, you're going to want either fiber or coax connectivity to your building. You're going to want a firewall to protect anything going in and out of your network. Most definitely. Um, you're going to want managed switches. Um, within, what that means is, and a lot of things, and people, I think they're starting to get it. Um, you know, uh, phone systems and equipment used to be like, I would buy it and I will manage it. And and these kind of companies, you know, Cisco and, and HP and, and, you know, higher end customer or higher end um, providers are, are leasing these services. It's all based on the, on the license these days. Right. So right. now you don't even have to fork out a lot of money for this equipment. Um, you're working with a managed service provider and I can provide you a camera and a sensor and a, and a firewall and a managed switch all based on a monthly rate that is, um, but it stays the same. So you want to find someone that has certified technicians. You want to find someone that um, is working with a top tier vendor. Um, well, and I, the part uh, I like about it is, yeah, no, the part I like about it is that I, like, for my home automation, like that's me playing around and everything. Mm -hmm. If I was seriously running sure. a store called Doug's Widgets, home of the best widgets in town, I don't want to approach that as a hobbyist. I want someone who knows more than me to take care of that for me so that I can just get the reports and make my decisions. And that's what a specialist in this area is going to do for you, right? Well, and because you are the best widget in town, you've spent your time on widgets, <laughs> not on networks, not on security, not on phones, yeah. not on cameras, not on whatever those things are that are connected. You know, so, so work with a managed service provider that that is their job. You know, you're working to provide the other services that make your widgets the best. Lynette, I, I kind of want to tie this into a conversation we had on the podcast last week. Uh, we were talking, we started talking about uh, uh, artificial intelligence. Uh, obviously, it's mm -hmm. in the news everywhere. All of a sudden, it has rapidly GPT, come on. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> how is that going to impact the Internet of Things? How is it already impacting the Internet of Things and how businesses can use it? If I could predict that, <laughs> um, you know, I mean, two years ago, who would have known, you know, what would have exploded because of 
of the pandemic and, and the whole work at home situations and, and that sort of thing. Let me tell you how interesting, and again, is a, you know, how fun these AI um, um, programs are, the software that can take multiple things and, and, and combine it into one action. Um, unfortunately, um, this will start to replace some um, rudimentary um, um, functions mm -hmm. and, and maybe people doing those um, in that you can, you know, I don't know how to put it this way. Um, you know, I used to use my calculator to, to um, do my expenses. Now I can put it on a spreadsheet and hit sum all, you know, I don't need right. my calculator anymore. Um, and, and those kind of things are going to happen with AI, whether it is um, once you put the internet of the devices connected to the internet of things in place, um, and set those parameters, you're not going to need someone watching the cameras because the cameras will have a parameter that says, if I see movement between this time frame and in this section of the store, I'm going to automatically call the, the police. Um, or if I see movement within this time in the store, I'm going to automatically make an announcement about a special or, you know, you know, something to that right. effect, you know, um, it, you know, there's, a lot of functions um, will be combined using AI. I don't know how something can be very interesting and awesome and also creepy at the same time, but that's sometimes what it feels like uh, in, in the AI world, I suppose. But we'll be talking a lot about that. Lynette, we're just about out of time, but if, if people want to learn more about how they can incorporate the Internet of Things and automation into their business, what's the best way to get started? Well, I would say you would start by calling Spectrum, <laughs> but you can absolutely, <laughs> oh, you um, just, you know, as a, as a fact, you could um, always get a hold of Spectrum. Um, I believe Steve Nikoloff is, uh, covers your area, mm -hmm. or you can always get a hold of Lynette Ballman. But um, again, there's a lot of information on the internet. Um, if you wanted to go to spectrumenterprise.net, there's information on that as well. Well, Lynette, we really appreciate your time today. Thanks for taking time out for us. Absolutely. Thank you for having me. Thanks again to Lynette for joining us today. Certainly a lot to cover there. I'll link to the article that got the ball rolling on this topic, and there's some more discussion on different ways different industries can use automation there. Obviously, when it comes to tech topics, I'm a bit of a big nerd. You've heard it here a few times already. You know the deal. Specifically, though, when it comes to automation, I just find it fascinating. At home, just as a hobbyist, I think it's fun to tell my Alexa to shut the house down for the night, be able to turn off any light that was left on, make sure that the garage door is down, and then lock the deadbolts. That's cool from a hobby level, but businesses can take it to an entirely different level when it comes to efficiency and even profitability. So there's a lot of good ideas out there for you to implement this in your business in a pretty cost-effective way, too. Well, that'll do it for this week's episode. I hope you learned a little something to help you run your business better. If you have any ideas on topics that we should cover in the future, send me an email, djenkins at finleyhancockchamber.com. Remember, if you're listening on our website, you can have every episode of Chamber Amplified delivered straight to your phone. Just search for us in your favorite podcast player. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time on Chamber Amplified from the Finlay-Hancock County Chamber of Commerce.